You're listening to the official South Bay Church podcast. For more about us, please visit southbaychurch.us. Good morning. Hello again. There we go. Well, kiddos, you've been doing a great job this morning. Well done. Let's give the kids a round of applause. Um, I, I've, I forgot that we were going to get to welcome you guys this morning, so I, I feel like I've already had some conversations with you. Um, we're, we're ending our Rejuvenated series today. Uh, we've had two other weeks. Brian kicked it off. Mark was last week. And this week we're finishing it off. And today's lesson is titled, Something New. Something New. And we're going to talk about growth. Growth. Okay? Something new. Growth. And so, in talking about growth, uh, I didn't realize I was going to be bringing my kids up. So you guys have already seen my kids, but I got some pictures I want to show you of our kids. Our oldest is three and a half. You saw Ezekiel. And even in three and a half years, so much growth. So I just want to show you some pictures. We'll start off with Levi. So this is Levi as an infant. Levi is 10 months old as of yesterday. So this is him as an infant. And there he is, I don't know, about a month ago or so. Let's see, where'd he go? Anyway. Um, but even in 10 months, the growth that has happened is amazing. And there's our little Carrie Berry <laughs> as an infant. And there she is a, a week or two ago wearing mommy's high... Those are the, the high heels that Catherine wore in our wedding. Uh, so she found those in our closet but in two and a half years, the growth is amazing. And that's only two and a half years. And then Ezekiel. There's little Zeke as a baby. And there he is as a three and a half year old. What's up? <laughs> um, or as he would say, what it do, gangsta? Uh, um, but, but the growth is amazing. And, and sometimes you don't see it in the moment, but then you look at pictures or, or, you know, with Levi right now, I'm like, man, my back hurts. Like, what happened? You've been gaining just a few pounds, what it does to you. Um, but we're going to talk about growth today. Not necessarily physical growth. Some of you maybe want to talk about, maybe, maybe teens, you want to get taller or whatnot. Maybe as we're older, we don't really want to talk about getting bigger, but smaller. Um, but we're going to talk about spiritual growth. How do you want to grow spiritually this year? What fruit are you hoping to bear in your life this year? What goals do you have that you want to accomplish? Maybe you wrote some New Year's resolutions. What goals do you want to accomplish? What old things should you leave behind? What's something new you're hoping for in your life in 2017? Those are just some questions to think about, chew on a little bit. We're going to continue in Isaiah 43. This has been the chapter that we have been reading through in this rejuvenated series, and we're going to close it out here in Isaiah 43, verse 18. It says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. 
that's a good description of L.A. in the last couple weeks, right? Streams in the wasteland, something new for us. The wild animals honor me, the jackals and the owls, because I provide water in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland to give drink to my people, my chosen, as Mark talked about last week, chosen people, the people I formed for myself that they may proclaim my praise. We're going to come back to this scripture in just a moment. But the one and only point I have for you today is God brings the growth. God brings the growth. This picture right here, it claims it's the tallest tree in the U.S. I don't know if that's true. I don't know who goes around and, who goes around and measures trees. But that's a pretty tall tree. And it's towering over the rest of the trees. God brings the growth. And just like the pictures of our little kids sprouting up, or your kids, we don't see the incremental growth. We don't see what's maybe happening day to day in terms of growth, but it doesn't mean it's not happening. How does growth happen? Well, it takes nourishment. You feed your kids, right? Hopefully you feed your kids. Hopefully you're, you're telling them to shut their video games off so that they can get some much needed sleep. And so you do things to help facilitate this growth, but you don't make them grow. God makes them grow. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. God brings the growth, and often we don't even perceive it in the moment. Verse 18, we're, we'll go back there, that first verse, I took out the, the individual numbers. But it says, forget the former things. Don't dwell on the past. You know, Kerwin just talked about sometimes it's good to remember the past, where we come from. And that's a great thing. Remember, but not to be held back by the past. It's good to remember if it produces gratitude in us, if it produces motivation, vision for the future. But it's not a good thing if we're held back by it. When we're caught up on the past, it doesn't mean that all growth halts around us until we get past our mess, right? God's like, no, 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 no. Look, see, pick up your head, let go of your baggage. I'm doing something new right now. It's springing up right now in front of you. The present and the future, they're not waiting for you to get past your past. Growth is happening. There's something new right now right in front of you. And in, in thinking about just getting caught up in your past and not being able to let go of things, think about someone walking through life backwards. And they're looking at the past and they have no idea what's coming in front of them. And you might, you might be thinking like, gosh, I have nothing to look forward to. Well, it's true because you're not looking forward at all. Turn around and look forward and let go of the past. It says, it says here, see, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up, right now. Do you not perceive it? A question for you, what, what growth has God produced in your life that you didn't realize in the moment? Maybe it was in the last year, maybe just looking back on your life. You didn't realize what he was doing and the growth he was bringing about. But later you were like, oh, okay, I see what you're doing there, God. I see you. You know, there was a story. Um, I went to Hope Youth Corps 
it's this, it, it used to be just a summer program. Now they have different youth corps all over uh, throughout the year. And it's where young people come together, high school students, singles, campus students. They come together from all over the world and it's about two weeks of just being involved in a community. Wherever they go, they're involved, they're serving. It's an awesome experience to get to serve those around them, but also build relationships. So I was on Youth Corps when I was 19 years old in Miami, Florida. And I was one of, the, one of four interns. So we were kind of like the right-hand people to the, the, the directors of that Youth Corps, that site. And there was one day we had this chunk of free time, and so people are kind of doing their own thing around the campus that we were staying at. And free time is coming to an end and we're about to go get ice cream and then go spend some time with the local church there. There are four people that haven't come back from free time. And they still haven't come back. We're loading up the buses. They still haven't come back. And so uh, the, the director, John Porter, he was like, hey Dustin, um, you're going to have to stay behind and you're going to have to have a little heart to heart with them. And I was like, seriously, like me? Like, why me? Like, I want to go get ice cream. I want to jump on the bus and hang out with everyone else. Why do I have to deliver the bad news and correct them? And like, you know, you guys were being selfish. Like, you weren't considering everyone else. What were you doing? And, but the second thing is, I was a total conflict avoider. I was just like, man, no, like, you and me, like, let's just be cool. That was my mentality. Man, if I had some some beef with you, okay, I'll try to get over it on my own. I'm not going to bring it up with you. And so that was a challenge for me. And I look back on that. I, I stayed back and I talked with them and I was so nervous about it because I didn't want to deal with this conflict, but I was also frustrated at them because I didn't get my ice cream. <laughs> but but it, I look back and I'm like, that was God producing growth in me. And I didn't realize it in the moment. I don't remember anything else from that youth corps except that moment. And it was an awesome youth corps. But that is what God was using that I didn't even perceive in the moment. Look around. God is doing something new. It's a new year. We have new mission groups that, we, that we're launching this week and, and in February. There's a new potluck service that we're starting today. We're going to do this each month. There are new convictions being formed. Maybe in your quiet time with God this morning. A new conviction being formed in you. New goals. It's a new day. I love that song that we just sang. Great is thy faithfulness. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Look back on 2016. And maybe some of you are thinking, Wow, how did I get here? This is far better than I ever imagined. Maybe the opposite is true and you're looking back on 2016 and you're like, man, how did I get here? This is nowhere close to where I wanted to be. Psalm chapter 1. Psalm chapter 1. You look at this picture right here and that is, that is a rich, healthy tree. Let's look at this verse. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Man, every time I read this psalm, I want to get a tree tattoo. 
Seriously, like what a strong and mighty image right here. A tree rooted by the river, constantly nourished. Roots going deeper and deeper every day. Bearing fruit rather than withering away. Whatever they do prospers. I was thinking, wouldn't that be a cool letter of recommendation, teens? Campus students getting into colleges or some of you are applying for youth corps. If that could be said about you. Man, Julian Huerta, whatever he does prospers. Sincerely, Dustin. What if that could be said about our life? Maybe that can be said about our life right now. Whatever we do prospers. You know, this can be said about us. This could be the statement of our life if, and that's a big if, we meditate on God's word day and night. And Brian talked about meditation a couple weeks ago. And the Christian form of meditation, it's not to empty ourselves and not think about anything and, and to just sit there, but it's, it's to, to sit still, to be still and be filled with God. You know, we can get so caught up in trying to do things and act and be filled by what we do. But God's design, what we see in Psalm 1, is to just sit, be still, and be filled with God. That's where the growth happens. That's where the magic happens. Another verse for, for us is Psalm 73. It says, My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Those who are far from you will perish. You destroy all who are unfaithful to you. But as for me, it is good to be near God. Amen? I have made the sovereign Lord my refuge. I will tell of all your deeds. God is living water. He's bringing about growth that we can't even see. We can't even imagine what's happening in our life. And where is this growth happening? Where are these marriages getting repaired and restored? Where are these people reaching out to their neighbors and preaching Christ? Where are these teens who are choosing to love God rather than love the world? I'll tell you where it's happening, right at the foot of Jesus. Right there in the refuge and shade and nourishment of the only one who can bring the growth, God Almighty. And you see this picture here of this kind of meandering river. And there's death all around. There's wasteland all around it. There's nothing growing outside of that line of trees that's hugging the river, right? And this is, this is what a perfect picture of being close to God, being near God. Just constantly getting nourished. It doesn't matter what's going on around you. And the wasteland and the issues and the drama that's going on around you. If you are planted in God. If you are drinking up the living water that is God. And you'll be nourished day in and day out. You'll be good. Your roots will be deep. You won't be shaken. You won't be uprooted. Because you are planted in God. You know, if these trees could say something, I believe they'd be telling us it is good to be near the river. Right? They look around, they're like, man, we don't want to be an inch further from the river because nothing's out there. 
It is good to be near God. For you, is it good to be near God? Is it? Amen. Think about times in 2016 that you weren't maybe right there on the spiritual riverbanks. And maybe you were a little bit, maybe in the wasteland, maybe you're right on the trees line. What, what came from your life in those times? Was there growth? Uh, how sweet was the fruit of your life during those times? Think about the times in 2016 where you were on your knees day in and day out, just like drinking as much living water as you could, right there on the riverbank spiritually, and you weren't going anywhere. What fruit came from your life during that time? What growth did you see? You know, back in March, um, back in March, it was, it was kind of the month, the month leading up to Levi's birth. His due date was April 1st, and, and, at the beginning of the month, I just decided, you know what, I'm going to fast this month. Um, I, I fasted from alcohol that month, and I decided to wake up extra early every day that month. And I was like, you know what, I just want to get my mind right. I want to get my heart right. I want to get as deeply planted with God as I can before my third child comes, because it's going to be crazy. And I want to be solid when he comes along. And so I started doing that, and about half, maybe three quarters of the way through the month, I kind of looked back on the month, and I, I was like, wow, a lot of awesome things have happened this month. God has brought about just all kinds of encouragement, all kinds of growth, even in little ways. I, had, I found this note that I had written in my phone of just the different things that I had noticed. I'm not going to read it right now, but it was even little things like just being more patient with my kids that month. And I... Honestly, that is probably, uh, that was probably my best month spiritually of my life. March, uh, almost a year ago. It was my 15th spiritual birthday. Um, it was, you know, my son came on March 28th. And Justin got baptized, Justin Monteclaro, one of our teens got baptized at the end of that month. And there was just all kinds of things. And I was just like, man, like, all I did... All I did was try to spend as much time with God as I could and make that a regular daily thing. That's all I did. And God brought about this growth that I could never have imagined. God brings the growth. I have one practical for you guys today. And that is to meditate on God's word every day this week. Here's a funny picture. I have my quiet time today. So I guess you could say that things are getting pretty serious. Um, I love this movie. Um, but meditate on God's word every day this week. You know, we're all about getting our Starbucks. We got to have our cup of joe, right? What about our motto this week being, got to have that living water? Got to have that living water. I can't do anything today without that living water. And even if you don't want to, even if you're like, I'm not going to do that. Try it for just experiment's sake. And see what happens. See what growth comes. See what, some, what new thing happens this week. Just from the time that you spend in God's word every day. If this is your first time with us, we're so glad that you're here. We really want you to come back. And if you need a Bible to take on this challenge, 
We have Bibles in the back at our, at our welcome table right outside. We'd love to give you a Bible. We'd love to talk to you. To talk to you about this God, this living water that, that is our nourishment, that brings the growth. Please talk to one of us, the, the person that invited you, just some random person. We love talking about God. God brings the growth in our life. Any good thing that we have in our life, we attribute to God. And you know what? I can't wait to see the, the growth that God has in store for our church this year. It's going to be an awesome year. I, I believe it. The sin that we will overcome. The poor that will help. New, more, new marriages and new babies. Maybe not so close together like Catherine and I. Um, old marriages restored and repaired. Friends, family, neighbors, co-workers, strangers becoming disciples of Christ. Souls saved this year. Brothers and sisters, God will bring the growth. We just need to be near Him. And I want to repeat this together. It is good to be near God. Are you ready? It is good to be near God. Let's say it again. It is good to be near God. One more time. It is good to be near God. Amen. I love you guys. I look forward to eating some lunch with you in just a sec. Thanks for listening to the South Bay Church Podcast. For other sermons, videos, upcoming events, and more about our church, please visit southbaychurch.us.